Hello everyone and welcome back to another week of the Building from the Bottom podcast. This week is chapter 3, episode 9. And instead of being in Derby in my usual location, today I'm lying on a bed recording this podcast in my girlfriend's parents' house. My girlfriend's at work, her parents are downstairs, so it's just me talking into the microphone to you guys. This week, I want to start off with something that I was slightly nervous to do. Something that I didn't really know what the outcome of it would be, and it was a new experience for me. And this topic is LinkedIn Live. This week, I did a live on LinkedIn, and if you want to check it out, the link will be below in the description. But I spent about an hour on this LinkedIn Live. And I've never done a a live video on LinkedIn before. So I was slightly nervous, even though I had previously done them on Instagram. And so to go on LinkedIn and learn all about LinkedIn Live after recently getting the feature, learn how it actually works and actually running one by myself was really interesting and a unique experience for me. I did really enjoy doing it. and some of the things that I spoke about on that LinkedIn live were things like public speaking, how to get into it, what it was like for my first time public speaking back when I started. Um, I also spoke about um, content creation, how I got into content creation, creating things like video, um, those types of little bits and bobs really. And one of the other things I spoke about at the very beginning of the podcast really was about how I started this podcast and my journey into podcasting and how it all kind of began for me because I talk a lot about podcasting on my social media channels and how to start a podcast but people wanted to really find out how I began my podcasting journey what mistakes did I make the first time I started my podcast and how that all really began for me So I started by sharing that, um, those little chunks of knowledge really on my LinkedIn Live. And one of the first things I actually did on the Live was obviously I introduced myself and whilst I was waiting for a few people to come in and for LinkedIn to naturally push out the LinkedIn Live and to also get rid of my nerves a little bit, I started by eating and opening my advent calendar door on that day. So I started by showing everyone my advent calendar for Christmas and opened that door for the day. I think it was the 18th or the 17th door on my advent calendar. So that was a bit weird, but also quite fun to do. I really enjoyed doing that LinkedIn Live and it was a new experience, but I really, really enjoyed it. And I'm definitely going to do more in the future. So. If any of you guys missed that and you want to see it, feel free to drop me a message on any of my social media channels and tell me what sort of things you'd like to see and I can be sure to include that knowledge in the next LinkedIn Live. The reason that I share those bits of knowledge about podcasting, about um, content creation and um, about public speaking was because previously I had done multiple posts asking people, what do you 
want to know about something that I'm currently doing or have done previous and basically where can I bring you value because bringing people value was really the core aspect of why I wanted to run that LinkedIn live and although there were some people that the timing wasn't right for them to come and watch it a lot of people went back afterwards to watch some of the knowledge and the value that I shared and I got a lot of really good feedback from that LinkedIn live I had a lot of people messaging me on LinkedIn saying that they really enjoyed the live and that um, there was one or two people that sent me quite long lengthy messages saying that they really loved the value that was shared over it. It's a really nice feeling when you do something like a LinkedIn live where you're not sure how it will go down. And then a lot of people say that they found value, especially because I wasn't sure whether there was anybody watching at that time until about halfway through the LinkedIn live where I realized that I just needed to refresh my phone to see who was live. So yeah, it was a really good experience. I was nervous and excited, but once I recorded it, those nerves kind of started to go away the longer I was recording for. And yeah, it was a really nice feeling to do a LinkedIn Live. I've been wanting to get that feature for a while. So as soon as I got it, I kind of wanted to find out what people wanted to see on it and go live because after doing them on Instagram, it's a lot different because on, on Instagram, you record on your mobile phone Whereas on LinkedIn, well, on LinkedIn, I recorded on my laptop because it was easier. Um, I think you can also record on your phone though. Now moving on to the next topic, which is reading books. This week I have read, well, I have finished two books and started reading another book. So the first book I was reading was Hashtag Live 20. And that book was by Luke Williams. I did a little book review of one LinkedIn if you want to check that out. And Luke is a good friend of mine. He sent me that book and he wrote a little note in the front of it, which I thought was really nice of him. And that book was basically all about um, kind of living a more productive and meditative life, if you want to call it that. Um, so one of the key things I took away from that book was that he spoke about eating frogs and whenever i say this i always think of a french man in a restaurant but that's not what i mean when he talks about eating frogs he means eating a big task that you have and generally when we eat we break it down into smaller chunks which he calls frog bites and in this book he really tells you to break down your larger tasks into small tasks of about 20 minutes and it's something that I was kind of trialing a bit last week and I actually really liked it it was a really fun technique to use and it kept and it kept me really productive and on my toes it meant that instead of spending time wondering around my laptop wondering what to do and how to tackle this big task the fact that I broke it down meant I knew specifically what I was going to be doing in that moment for those 20 minutes. And I did that multiple times throughout the two, well, throughout the week. And it went really, really well. So 
if you haven't heard of that technique before, I think it's a similar technique to the Pomodoro technique, which I've done previous, which was about half an hour, um, about half an hour working time and then a 10 minute or five minute break. Now, yeah, I find it was a really good technique and definitely check out his book. It's called um, Hashtag Live 20 and it's by Luke Williams. I will also put that down below in the description so you guys can see that. The other book that I finished this week was Podcasting Marketing Strategy. And it's by a guy named Kieran Rogers. And then there's another person that wrote with him who I can't remember the name of. But it was a really, really good book, really in-depth about marketing, um, marketing and podcasting in particular. Um, it did lack a bit of knowledge in regards to the hardware of recording a podcast, things such as microphones, mixers, those types of different resources that you might need when recording a podcast. But generally it was really good if you wanted to know about what you have to do on your laptop and what you can do on your phone. It didn't talk about recording as much as, well, at all really. I thought it would have, but that didn't really deter me from the book because the title of the book was Podcasting and Marketing Strategy. So the fact that it didn't cover that, I was a little bit surprised, but um, the title kind of said that it wouldn't, if that makes sense. And it was heavily focused on the marketing side of it and the promotion and the brand deals um, that you could get from podcasting. So again, another book, highly recommend um, Podcasting Marketing Strategy. And that was by Kieran Rogers. One of the other main features I really liked about that book was at the end of each chapter, it had a toolkit. And in this toolkit, it basically had all of the different softwares and things that it had previously mentioned um, throughout that chapter. So, for example, in the section of the book where it was talking about starting a podcast, it would talk about things like Spotify, Anchor, and a few other platforms like Libsyn that you could start your podcast on. And I thought that was really good because if you come back to the book, then it will be very quick and easy to find out those bites of knowledge if you need them. So that was another reason why I really like that book. And those are the two books I finished last week. Then on Friday, I think it was, I started a new book. Now this book is going to be the one that I take into the new year. And this one, probably a few of you would have heard of it. It's called Crushing It. And it's by a guy named Gary Vaynerchuk. He's also known as Gary V, so you might know him by that name. And I've left this book on my side for probably about a year now. The reason I have is because I've been really excited to read the book. Um, it really goes in depth about every individual social media. It doesn't have LinkedIn in there. It doesn't have TikTok, but it does have Musical.ly. Um, and it has things like Snapchat, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram. Um, Twitter, those types of different social media channels. So it's really got a bit for everyone. And I am only five pages in, but I'm really excited to dig deep into the core of that. And as soon as I finish reading that book, I will mention it on this podcast and also put out a video on social media to talk about the book and what I enjoyed, what I didn't enjoy as much. Um, so overall, I'm really looking forward to reading more books over the next year. 
And that brings me quite nicely onto my goals for the next year. Over the next year, I have a few different things I would like to achieve. Um, for example, I've never really counted how many books I've read in a year. And so my goal for next year is to count how many books I read. And I want to read at least 12. Now, if I can read 12 books, that's one every month. I read a book back to front. So I don't skip certain chapters or certain parts of the book. I literally read it from front cover to back to cover um, and everything else in between. And so at the moment, I've really incorporated an app called Read More into my reading schedule. And what I do every single day when I read, I go into the app called Read More and it tells you your books that you're currently reading, books that you've finished reading. And you can, I'm pretty sure you can find out when you finish reading it as well. So over the next year, I'm going to be using that app. And if I find any other apps, I will also mention them too. I'm going to be using that to really track how many books I read. And then hopefully I'll be able to come back in a year's time and see how many books I've read. See if I reached my goal of um, 12 books, see if I exceeded it or whether I underread. And the good thing I like about this tactic is it also allows me to remember what books I've read. So if I'm out and about and someone asks, hey, what book would you recommend about morning routines? I can go on my app and have a look at what books I've read about morning routines and then say, actually, I really enjoyed this one in particular and show the people the front cover, um, find out the author, and it will be good whilst I'm out and about. So that's one of my goals for the next year. One of my other goals is to get um, clients, I, which leads me swiftly onto the next point really, which is revamping my services. Um, I, of course, want to get clients for my company, but I'm realizing recently that maybe I'm not fully targeting my potential client base as best as I can. So I'm working with a few people and what I'm doing is revamping my services, revamping my website a little bit. And the real reason I'm doing this is to bring more value to my client. And also because what I want to do is I, without telling you too much, because I'm not fully well, I haven't fully released anything yet. Um, I really want to be 100% sure on the value that I'm bringing and know that all of my services are value packed. Previously, they have, I have felt like maybe they're lacking a little bit. So hopefully the revamp of my services will really add a lot more value and make them really impactful for my potential client. And that's what I'm hoping that will come from that. It does mean I am updating my website. So I'm going to be working with a few people to update that um, and really get my SEO side of my website up as well. Um, I'm going to probably design and change some of the design aspects of my podcast. Um, probably going to take some new images as well. Um, so that'll be really exciting. And I'm excited to go on multiple photo shoots with my girlfriend because that will be really, really valuable and give my whole brand a new look 
which I'm super excited to start doing and start working on. My services, I have started planning good them down on paper and then transferred it to my laptop. Um, I still have design elements to do and quite a bit to do on that front, but that's what I'm going to be working on really for the rest of this year now as we're halfway through and into 2020 which is super exciting for me and I'm really looking forward to seeing what comes out of it. And as many of you will know, when this podcast is released, it's three days before Christmas. It's the 22nd of December today, 2019, and it's half 12 here in the UK. And what I'm, what I wanted to talk through is really what does my Christmas look like? Because I don't think I've previously mentioned this on the podcast and many of you will know that I was brought up in the foster care system. So you probably wonder what does Gareth do during Christmas? What I've been doing over the past few years is I come to my girlfriend's parents' house and I stay here over the Christmas period. And it's a really nice environment being here, um, having Christmas, spending time with my girlfriend's friends and family. So that's basically what my Christmas looks like. On Christmas Day, we go downstairs, we open presents and we give each other presents. And then a few days later, this year it's going to be on the 27th of December, I'm going to see my siblings. So my sister, my two brothers, um, my sister's partner, if he's there. And my, of course, my little niece, my sister's daughter, um, and we're just going to be sharing presents, really. Sharing presents, having a nice meal, having a catch-up, seeing what's going on in everyone's lives, and just spending time with each other, really. I think that's what Christmas is all about, just spending time with the people that you love and your family. Usually, throughout the year, things can get really hectic, and so being able to just stop and appreciate the people in that moment is a really nice feeling, and it's something that I... I'm looking forward to, especially this year, as a lot of things have changed this year about me being abroad and me being just away doing different things and my business being launched. It's been a really different year and a really productive year and I'm looking forward to seeing where the next year takes me. So that's basically what my Christmas looks like. Um, Just a normal Christmas, really, having a Christmas meal. seeing my girlfriend's family members and going around giving people presents and receiving them as well. I'm sure that's probably the same as most people that are listening to this podcast. And if you don't celebrate Christmas and you celebrate something else, then I hope that has given you an insight into what it's like to spend Christmas in the UK. I now wanted to bring this podcast to a close um but before you go i wanted you all to know and i meant to tell you last week but i didn't really get around to it um i wanted you you to know that this podcast is going to take a, a small break over christmas give you guys some christmas time with your family give me some christmas time with my family and reconvene if you want to say that um in the new year really january 
is going to be a really busy month for me. So I was thinking about coming back with this podcast um, early February. And when I say early February, I'm looking at the 2nd of February in my diary. That's when I'm looking to come back, talk about what happened over Christmas, talk about what's been going on over the Christmas period and early part of 2020. Um, And that's really what I was hoping. And yeah, that's what's going to happen. And so I hope every single one of you have enjoyed this podcast. And if you're new, I hope you stick with us into the new year. And I wish all of you a huge Merry Christmas for in three days time. I hope you've all done your shopping by now and an amazing new year and all best wishes for the next year to come. A huge thank you to all of you that have supported me throughout this whole year and been part of my journey. I appreciate every single one of you. And yeah, a huge thank you for listening. This has been chapter three, episode nine of the Building from the Bottom podcast. Have a great Christmas and a happy new year and all the best for the next year to come. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy your Christmas.